It is Trinity Sunday. And Takeshi, I'm going to call you out. In Bible study, Takeshi said, why do we celebrate Trinity? And I said, oh no, we're not celebrating. This is a duty. Trinity Sunday. This Sunday, it is my duty to remind you that three add up to one. Great thinkers of our faith are united. The Lord, our God, is one, one, one. We are not to turn our heads or hearts to idols or other gods. The Lord, our God, is one. And we Christians meet our God in the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, three There are other names, creator, sustainer, savior, three. Lover, beloved, love, three. Mother, child, womb. The Lord, our God, shows up in the Trinity, three. And so every year we spend one Sunday reminding everyone about this crazy, cryptic, confusing truth. The Lord our God is one, is three. And there is absolutely nothing that I can say that's going to make the whole Trinity thing make sense. And the Trinity is still true. So I believe that we might productively wonder in another direction. What do we learn when we notice that our faith is full of mystery? What do we learn when we pay attention to other ways of thinking and knowing? The very nature of God invites us to know the world mysteriously. The Trinity is one of the world's mysteries that we can know. (laughs) And knowing doesn't make any sense. Which brings me to today. What do we learn today and every day by paying attention to the world in nonsensible ways? Because in the Western world, we are very good at knowing rationally, scientifically, sensibly. These ways of understanding the world are good and rationally, scientifically, sensibly is not the only way we learn or we know. For example, one of the ways we know about the world, we know about the world, is through love. We know the world in love. But it That doesn't always make sense. Let me offer an example. There is a camp called Seeds of Change. It brings together teenagers from Israel and Palestine. These young people have been taught their whole lives that that other group is the enemy. I have stood beside the massive wall that separates Israel and Palestine. I have walked through a gate to a Palestinian refugee camp and it's in the shape of a lock. The entrance is a symbol of all the refugees who left their homes in the middle of the night. 
fleeing before a displacing army, and the only thing they brought with them was a key. The key that fit the lock to the home they were leaving behind. The Palestinian woman I met is a third generation refugee and her family still has the key to the house they left that night. That Palestinian woman tells the story of her son's anger. He grew up in a home still missing another home. He grew up witnessing his friend's death in the streets of this refugee camp at the hands of Israeli authorities. I walked for just a couple hours in the most tear-gassed place on earth and spoke to the people who lived there. I was a guest for the afternoon and I could feel the anger in the air. Yeah, also walked beside Israeli people who have lost their children in Palestinian terrorist attacks. Every space, every sidewalk, every shop, every synagogue feels dangerous. I have seen the walls encircling mountaintop settlements, every expense, every effort made at security and safety, and I have seen The Jewish men swagger down the streets, proudly showing the world that against all odds, against all odds, they are still there. And as a guest in that city for just a few weeks, I could feel the anger in the air. From this history, a bus full of teenagers arrived to spend two weeks together in two weeks. They meet not as a collection of details about past offenses. Instead, they meet people, people who like to swim or sing or sew, people, they're teenagers, who like to sleep, people with silly or serious senses of humors, and suddenly, where once there were enemies, now there are friends, friends who love one another. Rationally, sensibly, these friendships do not make any sense. But these people still know the truth of that friendship. Reasons to care about each other don't add up. They don't make sense. Sometimes there is so much more logic, logic weighing against a friendship. And still, the love of friendship grows. It is a mystery, and it is true. We learn about the world and about God by paying attention to the power of knowing, knowing through loving. The Trinity is a symbol of love. One image of the Trinity is lover, beloved, love. We know the Trinity when we love. Love is also not the only example of how we know mysteries. For example, beauty. One of the ways we know the world and we know about God is through beauty. Let me again offer an example. Has anyone here, and I am looking for hands, heard of the cathedral at Coventry? 
Has anyone been there? No. I, I have never been. But those who have rave, rave, they go on and on. I'm serious. They go on and on and on about the beauty of this place. The Cathedral at Coventry in England was bombed in 1940 by the Germans. It was almost completely destroyed. A tower, some outer walls, and a couple of charred roof beams that had fallen in the rubble in the shape of a cross. That was all that remained. The community rebuilt, but differently. Instead of ignoring or erasing the destructive impact of war, the community chose to look towards beauty. English Christians rebuilt around the ruins with art and beauty at the very center. This community looked for God in the place, in that place, through the beauty of broken things. And it is beautiful. Modern stained glass casts colored lights on bombed walls. Sculpture speaks truths that don't make rational sense. The beauty of Coventry preaches the healing power of peace. Visiting this place, people come back and talk about hope. Often, we find hope, more hope in beauty than we ever would in logical lectures. Over time, this beautiful place has become a center for hope and for peace. The place was a center of healing, first between England and Germany, and is now a place people go to heal from conflict wounds from all over the world. Crosses made from the melted nails of Coventry are symbols of peace. I have a little Coventry cross in my office if anybody wants to see it. This place which still shows the ravishes of war in the illogical energy of beauty, offers true knowledge of love and of peace and of God. It doesn't make any sense, and it's still powerfully true. The Trinity is known in beauty. The symmetry and rhythm and balance of good design show us the glimmers of knowledge. I feel the truths of Trinity in beauty. Love and beauty tells us truths that we cannot experience any other way. Experience is a teacher of wisdom that cannot always be reasonably explained. I am thinking especially of the mystics. One of the ways we know about the world is through mysticism. Truly, I tell you, each and every one of us gets to live in glimmers of God's glory. A mystic experience is a direct experience of God, and there are mystics in every religious tradition, Jewish mystics, Islamic mystics, Christian English mystics, German Christian mystics, and in a twist of logic that only makes sense in the reasons of love and beauty, mystics from across traditions tend to learn and enrich each other. In places where religions rub against each other, 
and often argue about facts or reasons, those same places the mystics learn from one another. For example, this afternoon we are going to try sound bathing. It's a beautiful mystic tradition from another tradition. I would invite us all to know God more expansively by friendships with other beautiful traditions. Mysticism, direct experiences of God, grow stronger and deeper when we, everyday mystics, from different traditions get together. Like the love of friendship, sometimes the reasons to care don't add up or make sense, and still, knowledge of God grows. It is a mystery, and it's still true. And so I say again, what do we learn when we pay attention to the very nature of God and how that mysterious nature of God reminds us to know the world mysteriously? What do we learn about the world when we pay attention to the way we know Trinity? In this practice, I remember that I know the love of friendship and peace and finding God, if only for fleeting moments, in mystic experiences. And I invite us all this Trinity Sunday, and always, to look for mysterious truths in love and in beauty.